You are listening to the Lang and Skim of It podcast, providing the long and short of sports and entertainment news for the casual fan. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hey, it's Devin and Wes. Happy September 7th. It's our first episode of September. Super happy to be here in the lovely fall weather outside. Wow, so great out there. Look at that. Look at the clouds. Look at the the probably cooler temperatures. Yeah, change of weather. It's upon us, that's for sure. I'm super happy. (laughs) Already bringing out the flannels. Well, Devin's here with sports news so go ahead and tell us about that yeah so the WNBA semifinals are being played right now the chicago sky are playing the connecticut sun and the las vegas aces are playing the seattle storm out of that semifinals probably the biggest headline i would say is the chicago sky star candace parker who we've all probably heard of she's been playing for a long time she's at the age of 36 year old um, and as we've discussed, that's, a, you know, older for sports and whatnot. <clears throat> so she's averaging 16.8 points, 11.4 rebounds, 5.2 assists, 2.8 blocks, and 1.2 steals over five games. And she's doing it all while playing under 30 minutes. So her team actually won last year, and I think that they have a real shot this year and. That'd be awesome. I mean, I would say the goal is to win as many as she possibly can before closing the curtain on her career. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't really follow it, so I don't. I don't really know much about what's going on at all. But I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, to I, it's it it's exciting us being from around here. Uh, you know, in the Illinois area. So we won last year. We have a shot to win this year, and. Uh, we were going, uh, you know, making the playoffs there for a while. There was like a, I believe, like a five-year stretch. Uh, we weren't able to win the chips those year, but um, we've always been, you know, consistent. We, as in the Chicago team, uh, consistent making the playoffs. And then last year was able to win it all. It's it's looking like it's a possibility yet again. So that's, that's big for the city, big for the sport, I would say, to have... Uh, dynasty you know it's it's popular in sports you've probably heard of the new england patriots winning all the time for the nfl and the golden state warriors winning all the time for the nba and blackhawks winning all the time yes yes another chicago very own yes uh the bulls the bulls winning all the time yep what can i say always chicago yeah chicago's (laughs) where all awards should just be held here (laughs) but uh boston the celtics uh la the lakers so there there's been plenty um, so I, th- I think it'd be great for the sport overall to have a go-to team to talk about. I think that just drives fandom into the sport. You know, there's a lot of people I know that they are, <laughs> they're either Laker or Golden State fans and also Patriot fans. So two teams on total yeah, opposite, opposite ends coast. of the country, oh. but they're fans of them just because growing up. They were winning all the time. Wins, and they had yeah. some great players, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant and uh, Tom Brady. And then obviously now we're discussing Candace Parker. So it's great to have great players to follow and great teams to follow in any sport. Yeah, I like it with the people I root for win. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier that way. Less it heartbreak. Is, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and then also, um, 
we've discussed her on the show before as well. Uh, Serena Williams. So she received the last, her last uh, U.S. Open invitation of her career. So she played very well, uh, which is to be expected from someone of her caliber, uh, before she got eliminated in the third round by Ilya Tamlianovich. And so just like that, the 23-time Grand Slam winner is closing the curtain on her career as well. So Dang. what do you think? I mean, I, I saw some of the coverage on, on Twitter and such, and, and you know, it kind of sucks that, you know, she she can't win her last game. But right. again, she's she's getting older, so it's, it's not even expected that she would even make it that far or even yes. be invited at all, you know? Right. Yeah, it's always you know the best case scenario for you to go out on a win or you know in a championship or in a tournament you know whatever the sport is but it's not always going to work out that way especially right. in an in individual sport you know what i mean where right. it's, it's um, easier for like a team sport yeah where you're the older one you're the veteran and somebody is younger up and coming uh so you see these things happen in you know boxing ufc maybe um where it's just the young up-and-comer may just have the advantage even though that somebody the veteran you know has been winning for so long you know it's just in in individual sports it's hard it's even still hard in team sports like uh kobe bryant um his last game was terrific uh rest in peace but his uh was not in you know the nba finals unfortunately right um this right, is, but that one's not so much a choice, you know, like with with Serena, she's retiring. That's different. Right. Think, you know? Right. Yeah. That that was, you know, he he knew he was retiring going into that season. Um and then Tom Brady, this is probably going to be his last season. I'm sure he'd love to win a Super Bowl. Somebody they got to do that uh was Peyton Manning. Peyton he Man- oh, yeah. was kind of discussing that or people were predicting that um so he got to win the Super Bowl and be like, "All right, that's it. I'm not coming back next season." <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, uh, somebody like <clears throat> Drew Brees would have loved to done that. Uh, didn't get the opportunity, so it's it's just easier said than done to just go out on a uh, huge win in a yeah. tournament or a championship. But uh, nonetheless, played great. It'll be memorable for a long time, um, and then obviously, just her career is going to go on. Much, much longer. That's always going to be a legacy. Right, right. Well, speaking of wins, I think mm-hmm. that, that was your last bit of news, right? Yes. Well, speaking of wins, the um, primetime Emmys are around this time of year. The uh, regular ceremony is going to be on September 12th, so a few few days after this episode airs. Mm-hmm. But just yesterday, so on, on September 3rd, was the Creative Arts Emmys, and that's... That's where, like, you get a couple of the awards that maybe are, like, less sought, not less sought after, but, uh, and and not less important. Obviously, they're all important, but it's, like, the ones that are just a little little bit different, more unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, usually, it's a lot of, like, virtual reality stuff might, might pop up. Animation stuff usually pops up. Mm-hmm. So, it's less of, like, the live action. It's more of the, the animation. And one of... The, the most notable wins from last night was uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, actually won an Emmy for Outstanding Character Voiceover Performance uh, for his performance of Star-Lord in 
What If, Marvel's What If. Okay. So he was still T'Challa, but he was uh, like, what What If is like a, a Marvel show where they kind of look at different universes and what could happen if if this happened in the Marvel universe instead of what happened in the movies and this and that. And so in this alternate uh, reality episode, T'Challa was picked up instead of uh, Peter Quill, who's the the regular Star Lord in the MCU, and he becomes Star Lord. And it just shows like how much more successful Star Lord would have been because T'Challa is a much smarter person. Mm-hmm. And um, so it, it's it's an interesting episode. I really like the show. I think it's really cool. But Chadwick uh, won the award. And um, this is actually only the fifth Emmy ever to have been awarded to someone uh, posthumously. So after uh, they have passed away. Yes. Um, which which is pretty interesting to me. Um, obviously, people get nominated all the time after death. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's actually kind of rare that they, they end up winning. So that's kind of cool to see uh, him get recogni- further recognition even after he passes away. Um, he was a fantastic actor. And um, he was already getting a lot of like good praise for like uh, his work in Infinity War and um, Endgame and all that uh, right near the end of his career there. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Is, does anything like that happen in sports where people kind of win posthumously, like after death, where they get some sort of special awards? Or um, I mean, we referenced him earlier. Uh, I wouldn't say it's an award, but um just around the time of kobe bryant's birthday uh so that's august 23rd and then so 823 and then he also wore the number eight and 824 so i've seen that be referred to as like national kobe day or kobe day um so again him passing away that was very sudden it was tragic in a helicopter accident not many were expecting that Right. I was just something you thought he was going to be around in media and uh, coaching his daughters and stuff for a long time. Um, so that's the one that comes to memory as the most recent. I know that's not really an award, but what happens is over time they actually had, I mean, and this is way historic. So maybe we'll see some of this change in our lifetime, I would say, but there's a lot of awards named after people you know what i mean right um like the there's the lombardi trophy um for the nfl there's a cy young award for the mlb so we have awards that are actually named after people um just based on how you know they're a legend in the sport or how they did something um they overcame something like for the cy young award was um him making a comeback as a pitcher um so yeah, that's the thing that I can think of. If they were to change an award and have it be somebody more recent, I would say, or think of a new award, um, there's still a few that are not named after people. Uh, like there's just comeback player of the year uh, for NFL and other sports. So if right, they were so. to name that after somebody for whatever reason, um, you know, there's many different reasons as to why that would... Um, just be an example i would say that would probably be the most easily applicable in sports i would yeah. say yeah so just some honors for the greats yes as it should be you know so that that's it's it's just cool to see uh them continue to get honored even after mm-hmm. their work is done because oh. they i mean chadwick boseman was a fantastic <clears throat> actor he he did a great job in everything that he he worked on and he right. was 
also a really good person which yeah. is like <laughs> sometimes that's rare a lot of winners could be you know this really bad person <laughs> exactly uh before i ask a question i just i you know it, it glossed over me that um then retiring the number of uh bill russell the, them doing something they've never done before retiring right. a number league wide uh i would say that is you know that's something that is just for him based on uh what just happened yeah, and passing away recently legacy. Um, so yeah big legacy and an honor for him but my question is is um, I, you know, I did not tune into that. So was there any, <clears throat> I'm sure there was, regardless of how the award was awarded, was there any in memory of and uh, things like that? Yeah, they always the do in memoriam mm-hmm. um, at all of those uh, different award shows. And uh, it, it just pops up. Anyone who's worked, like for the Oscars, they do in memoriam and mm-hmm. they show like anyone who's worked in film. So you'll get people who have been actors, you'll get producers, you'll get writers, uh, all sorts of different roles. And so there's there's always an, some sort of honor for those who pass away. I think I've seen that at the Grammys, which I just... If someone else is watching it and I've seen it, I think this year my mom was watching while I was visiting and was just kind of curious, and I did see that part. But based on... Who I listen to, uh, I listen to a lot of rock, mostly metal. I feel like there was a lot of people skipped over in that. For me, this year, I, I know they can't cover everybody in every genre and whatnot, but there was right. a lot that got skipped over, in my opinion. Um, and that's kind of unfortunate yeah, for anybody that works on smaller films, smaller TV shows, definitely all the independent stuff, I would right. assume. Um, that's a bummer. Yeah, it it's 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 hard to be able to honor every single person that passes away which you know um i mean so many people die every year yeah <laughs> and uh yeah i mean in memoriam is a nice way to offer some sort of memory of that person's work and what they did for the industry so hopefully um people continue to not be left out right. so we can mm-hmm. actually get like more well-rounded uh, but I mean, it's also a premiered event, so it could be edited down. Yeah, that's too, true. Which happens a lot. That's where, a bummer. Or like the the camera will pan out to other people or the performance that's happening, and you'll miss the screen. Right. So in order to get the full in memoriam, they do post it on their websites usually. Okay. Or we can, you and I can just buy tickets to the event, which is yeah, I don't yeah. Know. We could just go to the Grammys <laughs> just to see who died this year. Yeah, just to get the full coverage and you just gotta bring, know. bring it to you all for yeah, our so new segments. Be sure to send us tickets this year uh, for the Grammys, please. Thank you, so yeah. that we know who who died. GoFundMe is starting <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, it's it's been kind of a slow slow news. I mean, the only other notable thing we keep talking about uh, <laughs> the DC stuff, and yeah, apparently, I I read online that. The Flash pre-screening has been getting really good reviews. Okay. So there's like a lot of discourse online about that, about like whether it'll be a good movie and how people might be upset that it is a good movie because yeah. of Ezra Miller and all that. But that, um, that's I guess a conflict we, for people, yeah. Right, we just have to wait and see because we've got only a little bit of time before it ends up coming out anyway. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I can see people having a tough time with that. They they're gonna. I mean, if they're watching it, too, that's one thing. But they're maybe some people are gonna go in not wanting to like it, which is a strange thing. Spending money to go and see something and hoping it isn't good. Um, right. But I'm sure some people. Hope just for you know their moral sake and well that's ethical what people reasoning. Did. That's that, what people did for Morbius is they, they uh, knew that it was going to be bad, but they right. went and saw it. But they were correct, right? Yeah, they were. They instance. were very correct. <laughs> I just even know, though it was in theaters three times. I just know of the memes behind that. I don't know even who that is in terms of Morbius. No, he's no like idea. just some vampire doctor. He's not really that big of a character, I don't think. I think he's one of the more obscure ones. Gotcha. I mean, it sounds like it off the rip, but yeah, yeah, that was plus that was, Jared that was a fun Leto time. is like one of those actors that people are like, eh, I don't know about him. Polarizing, yeah, yeah. Also in music as well, the band right. Thirty Seconds to Mars, yeah, yeah. I always I, forget that he was a singer <laughs> before an actor. Yeah, because I only hear about him as an actor now. I don't. I mean, only hear about him as a singer. I'm trying to think. It. I, it's probably not the first film, but I really like the movie uh, Fight Club. And he was in that, in right. like a, a small role for just a couple minutes or whatever. And he was in Suicide Squad. Yes. It's which so, was terrible. <laughs> uh, again, yeah, I haven't seen that one. And so, I've heard mixed things. I, I think some people just enjoy Batman and the Joker a, a lot and so much right. to the but point to really where... they didn't really like his version of the Joker, for sure. That's true. I mean, I did kind of see the comparisons from the comic book of what it is supposed to be representing. Right. But, um, I mean, I would just have to see the acting to really right. give it uh, a judgment. Yeah. I mean, I told you the one that I saw. Everybody says that's the best Joker. So why why do I even need to see it? <laughs> why should I watch one? another Joker? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That I do like that one. That one I see definitely more. I, I mean, I see that on Twitter like every few yeah, days. Yeah, The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That one's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it <laughs> for, for movie news. Uh, yeah. Which means we, we have a good chunk of time for this week's segment, which, in case you're not keeping track at home, we're okay. back on Fantasy Fantasy Sports. We're drafting some more uh, characters. This month's theme is back to school, so we're drafting some teachers from media, from TV, movies, uh, etc. Yes. So, uh, Devin, why don't you introduce the sport that we're drafting for? Yeah, so I had to get familiar with this myself. Uh, I've heard of, you know, I've talked to people that play it, and now that I've looked more into it, it looks, a, it looks pretty, I wouldn't say easy, but it looks a lot more, I guess just say chill in comparison to some of the other sports in terms of what you all have to keep up with. Um, so to, I guess, put it simply, they're all golfers. So that's what they are. And when we did the last one, everyone had a different position. You know what right. I mean? So everybody was scored uh, differently based on how it is that they're going to be performing, what it is that they were doing. These golfers are going to be golfing. Um, so typically you're drafting players from or sorry golfers from a tournament so tournament is going to be anywhere from 132 to 156 golfers so we're drafting players. 132 people <laughs> each well i say for <laughs> our sake we're assuming that this is just like a pro-am teacher principal faculty member uh tournament 
right. that is taking place. And you and I are going to be drafting six each. So I'll okay. explain the lineup and then I'll explain the scoring. And then we can kind of use those for our argument who we're going to have where and how we think that they would fare. So a starting lineup is going to be four golfers. And then, so we're going to draft four each. We're also going to do a snake draft again, similar to last time. Okay. So you starting, me having two in a row, et cetera, et cetera. And then we're going to have two on our bench. And you and I are allowed one mulligan. So the reason I said that there's this many golfers in the tournament is because maybe somebody we picked in our starting lineup is not going to advance. Maybe they get eliminated from the tournament in one of the days. Okay. You know, it's a it's a day by day thing. It's, it takes place over several days. So our one mulligan would mean someone from our bench we can move them now into our starting lineup. But we only get one of those despite us having two bench spots. So maybe that other person we pick then gets eliminated the next day. The last person on our bench is still in the tournament, but we've already used our mulligan. So kind of too bad for us. So, But we're going to do our four starting ones first, and then we're going to do our two bench players second. For the sake of this, we're just going to assume that the first bench player we pick would be our up-and-coming mulligan if we do need one. Okay. So we're pretty much just going to do up and down, top, who you think is going to do the best, and then bottom, who you think is going to do the worst. We're still assuming that these 12 are going to do better than hundreds of other (laughs) golfers that are teachers, principals, and faculty members. Um, So how they're scored is, it is in golf, I guess I can explain it in, you know, relevance to mini golf. People have probably played mini golf more than, you know, there's probably more people that have played that than have played regular on on the course golf so each hole has a specific i guess standard of what is par and that's the amount of strokes that they assume that you can make a hole in so if something is a par three they're assuming that you can make you use three strokes in order to get into the hole Um, and then anything above that would be bogey or double bogey um, so like plus one strokes or plus two strokes right. is one bogey or double bogey. And anything under that is a birdie or an eagle. So the scoring that I'm seeing is you get th- three points for a birdie, a half a point for a par. So that's just if you make it in three and it says it's a par three. And then minus half a point for bogey and minus one full point for a double bogey. So you're pretty much just watching the golfers. Again, they all get scored the same based on how they're playing in the tournament. They're all trying to achieve the same goal. So it's a lot more straightforward. Golf is pretty relaxing to watch on your TV. So, again, I can see why this is popular. Maybe one of these next tournaments I'll, uh, you know, do – I don't want to – we're not, we're, not, we're not sponsored by any of the uh, <laughs> the betting platforms, but <clears throat> maybe... Uh, Participate in one of the unnamed betting platforms. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it seems it seems fun. If if I, you know, have the time to watch it, you know, then... It sounds a lot more technical, I feel, because you have to you like... You think so? Well, golf is like... 
you have to pay attention to a lot of elements you know you got to pay attention to the wind you got to pay attention to the incline of the field you got to pay attention to how rough is the the field that it lands on so there's just a lot that goes into that Mm -hmm. that like i just don't know that's true i guess based on my background i've heard interviews with golfers on a podcast i listened to leading up to the tournament and then they obviously discuss with groundskeepers about are the greens going to be fast or you know uh, the conditions of the grass how's that going to be and then also weather is a factor where is it taking place you know what i mean is it um in the states is it you know in a different country where where is it taking place what kind of grass is being used yeah, are they, um, are they near lakes? Are they near oceans? Is You know, um, yeah, things so that are also going to affect the weather. It's a lot of outside forces that uh-huh. I just feel like it, it, there's just so much that affects it. So you could have, like, someone who plays really well yeah, not do well because maybe they don't know the technical parts of the field that they're playing on. Yeah, I, I'd say if they're good enough to make it... To that level because people that try to get to that level or people even try to get to level below that to then eventually try to get to this level i think they try to do all the preparation that they can um because it is mental and physical at the same time and there's all there's preparation that goes into all of these um speaking of fantasy football and uh, outside conditions there was a game last year that was horrible in terms of fantasy so it was, I think, snowing really bad and also really windy. But this game was taking place in Buffalo, New York, and the weather was just atrocious outside. Right. So I believe it was the, yeah, the, it was the Patriots. They passed the ball two times and then just ran it. I think like forty or fifty times. <laughs> so if you started that quarterback, they'd only pass twice. I mean, that just really messed you up. For yeah, your there whole goes week. all your points. Yeah. <laughs> so that was something. And I think that was the Thursday night game. <clears throat> so, I mean, it takes place Sunday through Monday. But that was something that, unless you did your research of what the weather was going to be in Buffalo, New York <laughs> on Wednesday night or Thursday morning, then, you know, you're kind of stuck with that. So I, I can see that that's. It just is how big into the world and the sport you are and how competitive you want to be, I would say. Some people do this kind of research and some don't. I I look at weather for fantasy football. I'm going to admit it. (laughs) Because if it's raining or snowing, I I personally think that affects passing. That affects players being able to throw and catch the ball. So It sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, I guess, you know, we'll try our best to, to draft some good characters. See, I've got, like, a list of characters here, and i really got to figure out who I think my top ones are going to be. <clears throat> All right, I got them in order, so whenever you're ready, I'll be on the clock, and I'll have two in a row. So you, you get the first pick. I get first pick? You get first pick. Ooh, yeah. thank goodness, because I think my strongest one right now yeah. Just based off of everything we just talked about is someone yeah. who has to have the knowledge of um, different scientific aspects of the field. So Bill Nye, the science guy, okay. is my number one pick. While he might not be seen as a normal like teacher role, he does teach in the classroom because of the way like his, his uh, show was set up. 
it's like an instructor type of position for him so i'm yeah. gonna call him a teacher he has to be, be a my teacher i mean we wouldn't all you know play him in the classrooms on you right know, a, a substitute teacher day <laughs> you know the substitute teacher rolls out the tv and right puts right that on well, now know, it's just on the projector yeah. but, <laughs> i was gonna say you know, they don't roll those tvs anymore but yeah he 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 was the teacher for the day right <laughs> on those days so bill nye <clears throat> Uh, the science guy is my number one pick. That's a great pick. Uh, I did not think of that one, but <laughs> no, like you said, having to know the the conditions outside, I, I think he would prepare really well, so he would be equipped for that. So I went with a different approach. Neither is right or wrong until the listeners decide. Obviously, we're going to do a vote. Uh, just a friendly reminder, but. I'm going to go with Principal Skinner from The Simpsons. So Really? I seen that they had an episode where the students of the school found a golf course. Yeah. And were working at it and other things were going on. I just think that maybe if he heard about it, you know, heard some rumors or whatever was taking place, maybe he went and investigated himself and being an adult, you know, more well off and fancy and stuff like how he is and just maybe that's something that he would find appealing and he go he, he checked it out so maybe he, he did some practicing without guess, the students knowing yeah i could see skinner doing that i guess yeah, yeah. he's and, more of a buttoned up kind of guy and he's know? got like that military background as well so he's he's in shape he's 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 athletic in yes. some aspects yeah he's like a taller skinnier more yeah. fit kind of guy i would assume i mean he's always like I said, dressed up, and that's some of my other picks. I'm kind of thinking of who's dressed up and who looks like maybe they would be in a country club. Because <laughs> country clubs <laughs> always have. Picks. <laughs> no, not all. Um, I think maybe just uh, one or two other ones. But um, okay. <laughs> so our first picks going up against each other are Bill Nye and Principal Skinner. Those are two. That's I mean, two of them. Those are two cool guys. I, I could see them. Hanging out and be like, "Hey, Devin, hanging we're hanging here. Come on, come on over." Yeah, yeah. the the Chevy Chase Country Club. <laughs> Join us. Yeah. <laughs> and then next is different. Um, this is based on him being a former lineman and a current coach. Uh, I think he works up to head coach for the team. I'm going to go with. Cameron Tucker from Modern Family. So starts okay. off as a substitute teacher, then PE teacher. He is the freshman football coach and then eventually moves up to a head football coach for another team, a team that performs a lot better than the um, freshman team that he was coaching prior to. But I just think that being a former athlete and now a coach that he's going to have the discipline He's gonna have the determination, um, competitive for you know through and through. Uh, he is just kind of mentally equipped now. Physically, he is a PE teacher, so yeah, he does. <laughs> he has a little bit of. He has to have knowledge of yeah, the game. Yeah, I was gonna say PE yeah. Teachers what, have to have the training in all those different types of sports. Right? Yes, rounded knowledge of like each sport. I'm trying to think. They might not get the equipment to practice that per se at that particular school we didn't at um our middle school or high right, school or anything still have to learn it though i think yeah i would say so yeah. yeah 
I was trying to think of how to phrase that, but I would I would say that it's a possibility. Not to mention that his father-in-law uh, is a big country club goer and golfs all okay. the time. Okay. Um, his husband uh, Mitchell has golfed with his dad, so his Cameron's father-in-law. Uh, those two have golfed, so maybe he kind of gets the idea in his head, like, By "Hey, I've, I've golfed." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've golfed. Their I, skill rubs <laughs> off on him. I kind of had some fun, and you know, maybe here's some pointers or whatever. So it's kind of in the family as well. Um, so okay. he kind of has some people that, if he said, "Hey, I'm participating in this tournament," he he could then be coached by some of them. I think, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good pick. I think that that's good reasoning <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Um, I I'm personally have never watched the show, so I don't know too much about the character. But wow, um, your reasoning really really strengthens your argument here. Thank you, man. So now I, now I gotta make two picks. Yes. Okay. Um. Let's see. I think my second pick then uh, is gonna be Doctor Henry Jones or Indiana Jones, as he is known. Uh, he is a professor. He okay. of uh, of history of archaeology. I'm I'm sure as well. Um, and we could see from the Indiana Jones movies, he's got athletic ability. He's got problem solving skills. He's able to analyze situations very well. So I feel like he'd be able to to make the the necessary calculations to make sure that he can um, succeed at the game. Like I yeah. feel like he'd do his research. He would do well. Um, so that's my second pick is Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think leading up to this, you were asking questions about all of the mental uh, preparation that goes into it, and now I can see as to why you're asking. Because <laughs> yeah, I and that's the thing is these uh, professors, teachers, pre- principals, you know, they've had to study for so long to get to where they are and to be able to teach and lead. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just kind of where we're trying to make these connections yep and um i guess my my third pick man i got a list i've got a list of a lot of strong choices here is the yeah. thing so i'm just like which one would be a good choice um i think my next pick is gonna have to be uh master shifu from kung fu panda okay you know not not a teacher in a traditional school sense but he does teach you know kung fu and he, he's he's the master of the the temple and everything I'll so allow it. he is a teacher <laughs> um yeah. instructor and yeah, he's an instructor and so i i think master shifu he has the agility he's mm-hmm. able to uh hit accurately if you watch any of the movies he's very strong he he also is like on his mark all the time and in all the the films he's got the knowledge he's got he's got the accuracy yeah. Uh, the dexterity to be able to play well, so I think I think he could do it. So Master Shifu is my number three spot. That's good. I would say for somebody that's trying to golf for the first time and they're at the driving range trying to practice a swing and they're getting pointers on how to do it. It's 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 a hard mechanical movement. I would say it's it's not really what you would expect when you watch it versus how you do it. It's it's different. Um, and the hardest thing, as silly as it sounds, is hitting the ball in your first attempts right a lot of people you'll see them swing and miss i'm sure you've seen that in tv shows and movies and sometimes they'll even comically 
swing all the way around and you know fall on yeah, their backside or something. <laughs> but I think, like you said, I I think he would hit the ball every single time. Maybe some of these that are inexperienced. It is a pro am tournament, but um, maybe they would miss the ball sometimes. Yeah. You know, or maybe they would hit it. That just the top though, to where it would only land a few feet in front of them. But I think he would hit it center every time and get a good shot off. That's a good pick. So this one is a substitute teacher. Oh boy. <laughs> um, she's had many different jobs throughout this show. This show being King of the Hill. Oh um, goodness. <laughs> her husband uh, and his buddies, you know Hank Hill and his buddies, golf. So I'm going with Peggy Hill. Maybe she gets some advice from Hank uh, about how to golf. You know, we've seen that in the episode. So right, um, and we know we know that Peggy's competitive and strong. Yeah, I mean, from that Boggle tournament episode. So <laughs> exactly, that's, uh, that is a really good choice. <laughs> I'm glad it's you know not a stretch. Like I, you know, she's been a substitute been. teacher, a sculptor. She's done some other endeavors, but. Hey, if, if you have the credentials and you've done it, I'd say one's a teacher, always a teacher. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then right there. The next one, uh, this is a bigger, bigger stretch, <laughs> but I'm going for it. <laughs> um, another professor. Uh, you've had some professors, so actually a doctor, but yeah, also college instructor. Going with Doctor Ross Geller from Friends. Oh God. So um, basing this primarily off of their uh, Thanksgiving episode where they all play a football game and they're all very very competitive so I just see him and then him and his sister so him and Monica are extremely uh, competitive amongst one another Um, so that's something that is rooted from their childhood they always had this tournament growing up so I think if you have that from a young age even into your adult years that you're you're never going to shake that off you know that's just part of who you are it's your dna so he's a competitor i seen him do something somewhat athletic i mean it was just them playing football in the park but um we know he's uh active and competitive so that's who i'm going with i know it kind of on the outside looking in he's a kind of a nerdier guy and stuff but yeah he'd be like your underdog pick you know like (laughs) you wouldn't expect him just from looking at him to do well but i feel like he he could have like a stroke of luck there you know yeah that's why it's my fringe Uh, that's my last starting one and then the next two are just like they're on my bench, but we got some stretches coming. <laughs> I've got some good ones for the bench, too. Nice. Um, so I got to pick my fourth and final one, and then I pick my first bench. Is that how this is um, That'll That'll be yours. So, yeah, you have two more in a row. Two in a row. Um, so bam, you bam. have a starter and a bench. Okay. And then I do my two bench. And then since you started, you'll just have your last pick. Last. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, then I would say my next pick, my, my last uh, main pick of the four, got to go with someone who's got athletic ability, who has a winning spirit. You know, she may not be the nicest person. She may be seen as a villain in her uh, movie, but Agatha Trunchbull from Matilda... She's the the evil headmistress or whatever. Um, she 
one hammer throwing. She was hammer throwing um, uh, winner. She's got, she's very strong, mm-hmm. and so she uh, yeah she was the winner of the 1969 hammer throwing competition, and because she's got that winning spirit, she's won in the past. She's strong. She's very like precise about how things are done. I feel like she could succeed pretty well at the game. So while she's not my top choice, I yeah. think her strength and her spirit is what puts her at the fourth choice there. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if okay. you've ever seen Matilda, but nope. <laughs> she's a very scary-looking individual. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Based on your description, I mean, I, I think now that kind of has me thinking... Something from the same movie, but maybe going a different character. I'll, I'll just keep mine consistent. But yeah, somebody evil is definitely... I mean, you're going to con- kind of um, connect that with being competitive just in your right. mind. You know, because exactly. good versus evil. Exactly. So those two are competing, obviously, it's <laughs> in other things. But yeah, they're, they're certainly competing to come out on top. So yeah, good. And um, keeping that evil train rolling... Going into my first bench player, yep. um, I'm going to go with Mr. Electric from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, <laughs> but not the normal George Lopez Mr. Electric. I'm talking about the one where he's in the machine with the electricity and stuff okay. in, the, in the dream world um, because he's big, he's got to have that, that, that strength, he's got smarts for sure. While he's seen as like some sort of henchman for the main villain, he's still got his own way of doing things and he he eventually comes out as the top villain in the end as well um when he when he enters into the real world so mr electric he's got that competition he's got the drive i don't think that he would make it as one of my top four which is why he's my first bench player but i still think that he's got the ability to be able to succeed at the game so i number one on the bench he's waiting there sitting there scheming yeah. ready he's ready to go as yeah. soon as one of the other ones messes up <laughs> yeah if you need him you'll have him that's a good pick i'll give it to you um so in terms of who's actually a teacher i will say that i'm going with mr schneebly from school of rock or <laughs> oh, no. that's technically <laughs> dewey finn but based on how the story goes <clears throat> I'd say when he's trying to dress up as a teacher, again, kind of looks country club presenting, I would say. And then he's took a lot, a lot, a lot of time, and it's paid off um, practicing guitar. So, and the (laughs) purpose of why he wants to do the Battle of the Bands is in order to pretty much just make money for his own gain, for his uh, living situations, but... Maybe if he hears that he could win a good chunk of change winning this tournament, he will allocate his time towards practicing golf um, in order to, <laughs> uh, you know, reap that benefit and um, improve his current living situation. I think he's trying to make money for rent or <laughs> right, right. something so like that. if he knows that is. he could win money, <laughs> that's really going to bring it out in him. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think that he could present accordingly. Uh, he presented as a teacher and was able to pass that off mm-hmm. um, to students and to faculty. So 
Uh, maybe he's not a member of a country club, but will still present as though and be able to practice leading up to the tournament. <laughs> Especially if you say you're Mr. Schneebly. Yeah, Mr. You know, Schneebly. For, instead of okay. Dewey Finn. So, you know, that's they'll... They'll take kind of that, be like, "Yeah, this guy belongs here. He must yeah, be a member." That sounds like that sounds right. <laughs> and then, so yeah, I I think maybe he would make it further in the tournament, maybe surprise uh, some people, and then that's why he's my first bench spot. Maybe he'll make it farther than someone in my starting lineup. We'll use my mulligan on him. And then my last one, again, it's a stretch. I think he might get disqualified. Um, <laughs> if he doesn't, I'm going to be happy because I think he might do better than anybody. But again, I don't want him getting, you know, disqualified on the first hole and that being my, you know, right. in my That's starting lineup legacy, or yeah. my mulligan or something. So it could either be he gets first place, you know, undeniable, or he doesn't even get to finish. Um, I'm going with Albus Dumbledore. I think that he would use his magic wand instead of his golf club and just have just cheating man <laughs> well that's i mean why... i know there's no specific rule that says you can't use magic but uh yeah that's why you might have to look at the rule book for that one i they would make him use a golf club so maybe then that he would perform very very poorly probably finish in last the only chance that he would do well would be if every now and then he sees nobody's looking, and he uses his magic <laughs> wand to get a, a great, uh, you know, stroke potentially from wherever it lies. You know, the next one goes into the hole. As now, long are you as talking about, like, older Dumbledore from, like, the original Harry Potter series, or are you talking about young Dumbledore from the Fantastic Beasts uh, series? I've never seen Fantastic Beasts, so we're going You're not with... missing out, but, you know... <laughs> so we're going with uh yeah the harry potters the ones just, that okay I, so that old I've... wise dumbledore got yes. you that's okay. that that's another thing just yeah kind of i could have went with you know when you were saying um the one from matilda i was thinking oh maybe snape or something like that you know what right, i mean right um but you know just being someone of that stature and kind of over seeing people and just knowing everything so well and then obviously they do um the quidditch there so there's competition kind of throughout yeah the school and stuff so that's kind of in the culture you know what i mean so it's you know something that he's familiar with especially like you said with his experience so yeah i feel like he could do pretty well he's probably used to like more wizard type golf though is my worry i'm sure there's a different you know? kind yeah, yeah it's he... probably like very different <laughs> That's why I like got you him. Hit a frog instead of a ball. <laughs> that's yeah. That's why I got him last. So <laughs> he's just kind of sitting there waiting. Yeah, it's 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 the thought that counts. <laughs> All right, and that brings it to my last bench pick. Um, this one I thought long and hard because I got a I got a big list of people here, and I think all of them could do very well. Um, but the more I thought about it, I was just like, man, like I'd feel bad not playing this person. They're iconic. They're a great teacher. Everything always goes well in the end for them. Like even if there's any sort of shortcomings on the trip. Uh, so I got to go with Miss Frizzle from the Magic uh, School Bus. Yeah. <laughs> Again, another type of scientist, scientific, magical kind of person. Uh -huh. She's got a lot of knowledge. I feel like she could figure out things really easily, just like with Bill Nye. Like I feel like she would be able to look at the field and be like, this is what I got to do. 
you know she doesn't really have her magic ability though because again like with with dumbledore i don't want her to get disqualified Disqualified. but Uh i still feel like her knowledge would allow her to pick up the game pretty well and do pretty well if no one was looking again similar to what dumbledore's doing if no one's looking she looks no one's looking and send she her could maybe in the, the yeah, bus and let yes, them drive it yeah down. they could fire up the, the bus, bus becomes the, the golf ball the kids are gonna be like where are we going they're like we're pushing this golf ball <laughs> a in normal the hole, golf kids. game with the frizz no way <laughs> exactly so she sees no one's looking she fires the bus up the kids in, are in disbelief but her, she's she's pushing that ball all the way from where you know yards out into the hole Potentially a hole in one, right? Depending upon you know, right? When she gets the opportunity, and just like with Dumbledore, there's no specific rules against it, so we don't know that either of them would be disqualified for it. But we're assuming so. We're but. assuming they probably will, but that's why they're their last bench pick. You know, exactly. They're they're our, uh, you know, secret weapon if we need it. I would say that we we went the same route there, so. Who's to say? You know what I mean? It's. We, I'll tell you who's to say. The audience at home, <laughs> when they see our drafts on Twitter and Facebook, they're yeah. going to vote just like they did last time on our Twitter poll or in the comments or with reactions on Facebook, mm-hmm. letting us know who has the best draft picks. Yes, folks. Be sure to vote accordingly, just based on who you think did best. Don't. Vote for your vote for your favorite co-host. Maybe that's what happened last time. Don't just vote for your friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, really look and uh, see. Uh, we want the visual. your honesty. We want your honesty. We want to know what you really think about the picks and who would win. All right, we both got some pretty good picks here. I would say, yeah. But it's up to you to decide who's who's winning this. Who's taking home the what's the name of the trophy for golf? PGA uh, the, Cup, whatever, it's, whatever it's you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's different each time. There's lots of different tournaments. But for this one, we can just go with the Pro-Am, professor, teacher, faculty <laughs> member, uh, cup. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we can find a way to abbreviate that. But yeah, please listen to this full description. And then please also connect that with the visual that we're going to be posting. Um, the two together. You know, use those and use your best judgment. Place your vote. Who do you think? And that wraps up our second fantasy fantasy sports draft. I really love those. I think that's my favorite bit. Yeah, that's a (laughs) lot of fun. Next week is going to be a skim through with the same theme. So that I already got the movie in mind. (laughs) So just you wait. It's a very popular one uh, that I know is like a, a cult classic for quite a few so okay and and it does follow the theme of uh you know a famous teacher that i think everyone really loves so i'm probably not a part of that said cult uh, <laughs> i don't know if i've seen it yet or not i'll find out that day and hopefully something can come upon me and i can be able to make a connection to sports <laughs> i think yet you again i think you'll think be so? able to yeah all right looking forward to it and then that brings us to our next segment, folks. We're going to be doing two truths and one lie. Yeah, closing us out with another competition. The score has now reset. Everybody is at 0% wins and losses. Anyone's game now. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I was victorious last month, but 
It's now a new month, new theme. Of course, these don't follow the theme, but uh, Wes, why don't you kick us off? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I decided to go route of a uh, a a famous troupe that a lot of actors, a lot of comedic actors, end up coming from, and it's not SNL. It's Second City. Uh, the Second City is an improv comedy group that has a couple different schools around uh, the country, around the world. There is one in Chicago. You've probably heard of it. I've we have quite a few actors who have come through there from Chicago. I actually think I've um, been there for a work event before. Yeah, so uh, the, the appreciation it, thing. It's yeah. it's a really good venue. Uh, They're funny. So like a lot of people will will start at Second City and then make their way to maybe like SNL uh-huh. and then to like bigger films. Or yes. even just go from Second City to bigger films. Whichever route um, so you want to take. Or there, take yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So we, there's a lot of actors that I could have chosen for this one. So narrowing yeah. it down was really hard. But my question is, which actor of these three has never been involved with the Second City improv okay. comedy group? Okay. All right. Number one, Keegan-Michael Key. Okay. Number two, Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Number three, Adam Sandler. Of those three, which one has no affiliation with the Second City? All right. So I do try to keep up with comedians, uh, either from a standpoint perspective or just if they're involved with writing or acting in something. Um, so I actually do know of um, Kim Peele, the show, and then I know that Adam Sandler and Amy Poehler were on... SNL at one point in time. Um, this may be incorrect, but I'm just going to go with what I know because I feel like when I was there, I seen pictures on the wall of people that have graduated and from there and or, you know worked there before, and now this is what they're doing. So I'm just going to say the people that have worked at SNL are the ones that also worked at Second City. So I'm going to say that Keegan-Michael Peel did not work there. You called him Keegan Michael Peel. Oh, Peel's, Keegan Jordan Michael Peel's Key. his partner. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Keegan Michael Key actually did. He did work start there oh. at uh, Second City. Oh, boo! Um, all three of them do have affiliation with SNL, though. So that's what I was trying to get you to get tricked mm. up on, because SNL, like people tend to know actors who came out of there more than actors from Second City. Yeah. Because uh, again, a lot of them start at Second City and then get to SNL. So Keegan Michael Key and Amy Poehler. Uh, both were Second City alumni, and they made their way to SNL at some point in time. Adam he, Sandler he was on there as well. Yeah, he's he's done some things with it. I, I don't think that hosting. he originally worked with. He's hosted. He's uh, acted in a couple skits because he was hosting. Gotcha. Um, so it, he would still technically, in my eyes, be affiliated with SNL because of that. <laughs> Um, I was just thinking of like the we're the, going more the for sex yeah for the season I got gotcha. you but we're going more for Second City route so yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler got his start on SNL really so he didn't he didn't do Second City he uh, started SNL in the nineties well he was doing probably just stand up before then and yeah, was discovered that. stand up and then he yeah he made his way he was doing a lot of writing as well which is where a lot of them gotcha. get there like Conan O'Brien started as a writer before he became um actor and uh late night talk show host so wow um, yep you stumped so me i stumped you i finally <laughs> got finally got a win here that's good um, that's that's interesting i mean uh, the, those are all those are all really funny people so yeah. 
They're, they are. They are very <laughs> successful as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, zero to one. <laughs> yes. Let's see if I can possibly finally get one right on your end. <laughs> yeah, folks. So, as I stated in last week's episode, NFL football, it's coming. I know you're all as ready as I am. So, that is going to be taking place tomorrow and on Sunday and on Monday. So, I'm going to go over games that are taking place this upcoming Sunday. And Wes has to pick out the team that is not actually in the NFL. So, of course, they are not playing said other team. So, one game that's taking place is the Bears versus the 49ers. Another game that's taking place is the Patriots versus the Dolphins. And one last game that's taking place is the Colts versus the Hawks. Which of these is oh, not a team? Oh, in the man. Ugh. I, um, hmm. This is rough. This is rough. I'm between two right now. I know the first one's real. I know that the I, 49ers and the Bears are real teams. Yeah. I know the Colts are a real team. Maybe what was your win. second one again? Patriots versus Dolphins. I know Patriots are real. So I'm between <clears throat> Dolphins and the Hawks. I know that there is a Miami Dolphins. And I'm trying to figure out exactly what the Dolphins, whether they're f- football or is it NBA something, and, and, or is it well Miami know. Heat is NBA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But they hockey? can have multiple teams. Chicago has multiple teams, right? But not for the, NBA. I don't know. That's man. for MLB. Uh, yeah. Oh man. New York also has <laughs> and the multiple teams in uh, multiple sports. The Hawks, man. Can you at least tell me uh, the, the town that the Hawks are affiliated with? The city? Atlanta. Or the state? Atlanta? The Atlanta Hawks? Atlanta Hawks. Man. Um, whoa, this is a tough one. Um, I feel like the Dolphins might be the baseball team. So you think Miami Dolphins is for baseball? Hold on, hold on. Let me think about this before I look really stupid. Uh Because I know I've heard of this team, and I'm picturing Uh their logo, and I'm really trying to figure this out. Or the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, which honestly have not really heard about until now. (laughs) (laughs) So that is, like, I'm leaning towards the Hawks because I haven't really Uh heard that. But, like, I don't know every single yeah, do you knew do you know every Maybe NFL the Atlanta team? Hawks just are not that good and that's why I don't know them. <laughs> right, oh, like let's man. just throw another team out. Are you familiar <laughs> with um the Houston Texans? Like is Yes, a, I know the Texans. Okay, do you know the Texans? Yeah, and I know like you know the Houston, New York uh, Astros or are they the that's, A's uh, now? MLB. Yeah. The A's is uh for Oakland. Okay. For, those are baseball teams. So, yeah, yeah, there's, see, there's so I, I know that, some. I know some. Um there's some that maybe they <gasps> slip past man. you. This is a this is a tough one because I I I've heard of the Dolphins before, right? But I haven't heard of the Hawks. The first one was super obvious. That was yeah. The first one was real obvious. It's like San Francisco and the uh, and Chicago. Like those are two big ones. But these smaller ones in the the states that don't have like while Atlanta's a big city, uh-huh. it's not really something I've heard too much about. You know, when it comes to that, like I know like a lot of film stuff there, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sports. Um, I guess I gotta guess because right now I'm just kind of 
rambling. Um, I like your reasoning because. Oh uh, man, uh, I'll, I'll tell you later what's right and what's wrong. I'm gonna go with the Hawks. The Hawks is that the 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 wrong one? Yes. Yeah. So it's yes. it's funny to me that you asked the city that they're from because I didn't even make this connection. So the Colts are playing the Atlanta Falcons. So I was thinking, who else has you know a, a bird mascot? So coincidentally, the Atlanta Hawks is the NBA team. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. when you asked me the city, I was thinking of I was like, should I say the NFL team city or you know I the, I know the Hawks is NBA team. So I was like, should I say that city? I was able to just say Atlanta outright because it's the Atlanta Falcons. That's the knowledge I was going for. Yeah, uh, and then. The Atlanta Hawks is an NBA team, so yes, uh, kind of did that coincidentally. I think that it would kind of deter you, um, Hawk. That's a mascot in you know a, a yeah. I mean you know Hawks are vicious, so it makes sense that, that would be someone's mascot or team. So and then I mean I guess there's technically the Seahawks, the Seattle Seahawks, right? Um, right. But then, so maybe I could have. Eh, I think saying Seattle would have deterred you. That was too still much. a really good one, honestly. I, uh, you had me there. You had me there for a minute. But uh-huh. I'm glad I finally got my first right on one of yours because I think I've guessed every single one wrong. Oh, really? Until Pretty sure. Wow. So way to start it off the month with yeah, the win. Feeling which, good now. Mm, wish I could say now, the same. Which which could make me feel mm. even better as if. Uh, you know my draft wins, but you know I'll leave that to the audience and see what they they decide. <laughs> it's up to them. It's it's out of our control. It's, it is almost in... my half birthday after all. Oh wow! It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's out of our control. It's in their hands now. So thanks, folks, again for listening, uh, keeping up, and again, don't forget to look out for the post on social media this week so you can vote. Um, we'll make a separate post this week. In order to just state, I don't think we've made a statement yet about who won last month's. So we will post the record for those that maybe missed an episode or two that I believe I was three and one and Wes was 0 oh and four. Yeah, or maybe was, two and two. I think you got two right. Two and two versus 0 yeah, oh and four. Something like that. So that post will be made for those that would like to keep up with this total overall. Um, and then, of course, obviously look out for the other post uh, for voting. Yeah, and as always, you can find me at WSkimMilk on Twitter or WSkimMilk.com for this podcast, Just Skimming the Surface and Freshly Popped. Devin, where can we find you? You can find me in two different places if you so choose. DevinLang32 on Twitter for NFL, fantasy football content, and then for specifically fantasy football content as it pertains to the yard of war league please follow my team that i manage the chicago claws all one word on twitter uh right now we're in the midst of our draft i'm making posts for each player um and then we will be having our first matchups this week so a day after or the, you know tomorrow <laughs> um, yeah day after this comes out tomorrow so starting Thursday week one and then um, moving forward so cool. we'll see you next week for continuing our theme of back to school the skim through um, see you then and we'll also announce the winner of the draft then that the 
probably the start of the episode or something. I don't know. Okay. Just listen. Find Depending out. Depending upon how excited we are. I'll probably yeah. be geeked if I win. So. <laughs> Thanks, folks. See ya. The Lang and Skim of It podcast is available on all of your favorite podcasting providers, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at L&S Pod for updates. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.